Hey folks, just a heads up that I accidentally did not switch the mic settings from the laptop to the actual normal microphone, so this episode isn't going to sound good like this, but instead it's going to sound a little patchy. I apologize, but hey, if you can suffer through it, there's our jokes, and if you can't, then I'll see you in the next episode. I won't see you, nor will I hear you. I'll have no interaction with you. Good luck. Supernormal, not weird, salt cravings. My name is Claire. And my name's Brianna. Well, it's so nice to be doing a normal podcast. Yeah, you know the best part about like a normal podcast is we've definitely like done a normal thing before. Uh-huh. And it's like, it's like repeating yourself is super normal. It happens. It's, it, we definitely have. So this is, yeah, absolutely. We definitely Nothing's have. more normal than just, you know, comfort, familiarity. And I think there's something to be said for the fact that I think we are consistently normal. I think every episode <laughs> of Salt Cravings has been pretty normal. Every episode of Salt Cravings. Every episode of Salt Cravings has okay. been pretty normal. I mean, if you look at the last episode. No, you, no, you don't. If you don't look, close I'm, your eyes. Oh, I meant episode, the last episode, episode one. Of oh, course. I see. <laughs> that was a pretty normal episode. <laughs> the only other episode of Salt Cravings. <laughs> Welcome to Salt Cravings. Uh, we talk about cravings and we solve them. I already introduced myself. You already introduced myself. Where's the checkbox? Wait, I introduced, you introduced yourself and then I introduced you? <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Wait, sorry. Is there another person on this podcast besides me? This is just me talking to myself. Hey, I'm here. Is this... Wait, is that supposed to be me? It's me, of course. <laughs> Your co-host, Sonic. No. I mean, we've always known Sonic's here. It doesn't have to be anywhere but our heart. He just sort of pops up sometimes. It's sort of like... <laughs> It's sort of like when you burp, but it's like Sonic. <laughs> Sonic comes out when I burp. Yeah, and he's gay oh. and he came out, so good for him. Sonic belching I'm gay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know how to do that. I was going to try and do that impression. I don't know how Sonic burps. Because oh. Sega won't show us, you cowards. Well, we can leave all of that in the past. We have a normal podcast. We have a normal podcast where we find supernormal solutions to supernormal cravings. Brianna is going to give us the first craving, then I'm going to give a craving, then Brianna's going to give a craving, then I'm going to give a craving, then we're going to leave and you're going to feel sad. So Brianna, do you want to start us off by giving... <laughs> mm-hmm. 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 And now I see you've brought a little show and tell today. So, as we all know, Star Wars is a perfect... <laughs> so I will say I haven't seen episode 9 so I, so I also have not seen episode great. 9 so Star Wars is a perfect series uh-huh. when I was a youth <laughs> when I was a, a youth young... <laughs> <laughs> I'm a gender neutral black parade we've done it everyone when I was a youth who liked Star Wars a whole lot one thing that I liked was there was a phone app. I'm pretty sure there still is. There's only one. There's only one. It's called The Star Wars. <laughs> you can download it on the App Center. Yeah. 
Uh, the app center. Yeah, the app center. It's the gender neutral app store. <laughs> this was an app that would let you use your phone as a lightsaber. Oh my god. There's just a series of apps where it's like the pouring water app and yes, the bug swatter exactly. app. Exactly. And it was like, here's one thing it does. Yeah. And it's entertaining for about 10 seconds. Yes. Then that's the whole app. I remember... Exactly. When, like, when the App Store came out on iPhone, Apple decided that they would add backgrounds and also the App Store. Yeah. And people were like, hmm, what's the quickest thing I could make? Ah, lightsaber. Go yeah. you. It was really cool to get me to be like, oh, I'm swinging around this thing and it feels, <laughs> and it's like making sounds like a lightsaber, right? Because it would make noises as, right. you, as you swing it around. And that was cool. And I want to feel like I'm swinging a lightsaber again. Did you ever have those toys in stores where there were lightsabers? So I do. Okay, cool, cool, cool. So I do. Do you want me to get it? I can go get it. Yeah, go get it. Okay. I had a big lightsaber. Oh, gosh. <laughs> but it doesn't really feel... It doesn't work. It doesn't work. So I swing it around. Vroom, vroom. It has this kind of low hum. Yeah. And when you turn it off, it goes. Okay. But it, it doesn't purple. really. I'll post a picture in the description so y'all can see it. But it is a, a <laughs> custom one that I made when we went to like you made Disney this. World. Yeah. Oh, wow. Because Disney World had the Star Wars stuff at Disney World when, when I went had this option to make a custom lightsaber. Okay. So I made this one custom because I thought it was cool. And you know what? I was right. It's extremely cool. <laughs> it's an extremely cool lightsaber. But it doesn't, you know, it gives me a little bit of that vibe of like the turning on sound and the uh -huh. like. But you want the movement. I want the movement. I want to feel like I'm having a lightsaber fight. I want, I want like. Because like. To feel I that cool. Isn't it like the sound is the light cutting through? Like it's the reaction yes. between the air and yeah. whatever. Um, and then I think there were things in the app where it was like you were simulating having some sort of lightsaber fight. Um, oh, okay. Yeah, I can't remember exactly. That might I mix that up with something else. But I want to feel like I'm swinging around a lightsaber that really truly works as a lightsaber. So you want like dense light? I would like a lightsaber, yes. Cool. Now, here's my concern with it, it. It kills? It does kill, and one of the things about lightsabers is if you aren't force-sensitive, they're pretty hard to use, and you yeah. can accidentally hurt yourself, and I'm not sure that I'm force-sensitive because I don't know that the force is real. I feel like you're quite sensitive to being forced. <laughs> <laughs> There's so many uses for this, right? Yeah. Like, my first thought is construction. Because lightsabers are really good at cutting things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They so, cut through anything. Instead of, like, a, lightsabers a saw. Can, lightsabers can melt steel beams. <sighs> they can. So, why use a saw when you can use a lightsaber? Hey, use it as a lighter. Just, like, just like <laughs> oh my god. Tiny lightsabers that are just lighters that you flick open. It's, and it's, like... yeah. It's like this, but pitched up. 
What are good uses for a lightsaber? So... Like, what are the other shapes? Because I'm invested mm. in the, like, lighter saber, which is just a little lighter that is a lightsaber. So you know how... But also, I was thinking, like, a bowl, and I'm not sure how that works. Uh-huh. Or, like, a french fry cutter, where it's, like, you just yeah. drop the french fry in the french fry cutter and you get french fries. Or a you... waffle iron. Ooh. A waffle iron. It's shaped like a, it's shaped like a <laughs> waffle and it uses waffles. That other instant thought was, do you ever need a bottle opener? You don't have a bottle opener <laughs> on you. But you know how they can use a sword to right. open a bottle uh -huh. and it's cool as hell? It like is. You do that with a lightsaber. That's sick as hell. Right? It probably also sterilizes the tip because it's so fucking hot. Probably. I mean, it cauterizes... Oh, you can cauterize the, wounds. You can absolutely, yeah, you can cauterize wounds. Use it in, in medical use. Do they do that in Star Wars? I feel like someone at some point must have gone, ah... I'm going to cauterize your wound with this lightsaber. Probably somewhere in the expanded universe. Because I don't think the Jedi have medical knowledge in general. <laughs> they probably should. They should stop being weird murder Catholics and start being like nurses or something. Oh god, the um, Jedi nurse is the story I want to read about. Yeah, me too. But what about a pencil sharpener? Ooh, interesting. I know, I know my girlfriend apparently, an artist, lots of artists do this, but I think it's wild, uses a knife to sharpen her <laughs> pencils. Okay, all right. So, lightsaber knife to sharpen your pencils with. Oh, uh, I thought it was like, you know the old school pencil sharpeners where they stick to the wall and, yeah. you, like, and you just sort of yeah, twist yeah, yeah. it a couple times? You use a crank? Yeah, it's like a lightsaber inside that just yeah. sort of goes around in a cone shape. Yeah, that also works super duper well. What are some other usages of leathers? Recycling. Okay. Like, wh what recycling. if it's just, mm. like, Sonic's ring, but in the middle, it's just, like, pure lightsaber energy, and you just drop something in it, and out comes, like, I don't know, dust? Vapor? What comes out the other side? When you... Okay, all right. When you lightsabe something, what does it turn to, into? To lightsabe <laughs> is the verb, yes. Um, what does it... it so, what are you turning in it? Like, what is it? Is it consistent? Like, if I light say, ash? are you sure? Because, like, I don't know if that's true. It feels like it's nothing. It, like, canonically, it always looks like you're cutting through it and then there's nothing. Is it just vaporizing it? What is the vapor made of? Like, I will say, when they cut through a door, it does appear that the metal kind of twists. It does look like when you would heat metal. Back. Okay. So I right. think it's just. It's hot. Heat. It's just heat. How hot is it, though, right? Because it's like, it's, it's hot. pure light. I mean, I think we need to go to the Star Wars wiki. All right, we're bringing in the facts. This is the hard-hitting facts, folks. How much light save can a light save save if a light save could save save? Well, I'm getting to the mechanics and specifications. Okay. Components, aesthetics, cutting power. Is it equivalent to if we just had a very long sun? Sorry? A very long sun. Like... Like a star that was just, instead of an orb, it was like a bean-shaped, bean-shaped sun. It's not really saying a lot about how hot they are, which feels like the sort of nonsense information this thing should have. But what I can tell you is that there's a utility section, uh, which says, oh. on the aquatic planet of oh, Moncala, the Jedi Kit Fisto, that's <laughs> one of my favorite Jedi names, is... Kit Fisto, Anakin Skywalker, and Ahsoka Tano were all able to use their lightsabers underwater with no ill effects. Oh, um, like it doesn't even bubble the water. Yeah. Huh. Well, so that's not heat then. That's light. Yeah, it's light. 
But um, it doesn't produce heat then. But it does, right? Because it cauterizes wounds. I guess so. Light is energy and heat is energy in a different form. So I guess so. I mean, we know that it's kyber crystals. That's what the light part is made from. Kyber crystals. I'm super um, familiar with kyber crystals. We're all familiar with kyber crystals. We know that they're like the ancient gemstones I'm pretty Jedi sure... used to make lightsabers and they're very holy and very important and they were also used in the creation of the Death Star as established <laughs> in Rogue One. So, uh... I'm pretty sure Yugi beat kyber in, <laughs> in the first season. I will say that the utility page it also uh, says while scenarios of low light the glowing plasma blade can function as a convenient light source. So okay. that's yeah. another use. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's another. Oh, it's a light source. bulb. It's a light bulb. That's it. We found the correct usage of the lightsaber to put on your wall. It's uses like a light bulb. infinite energy, right? Yeah, created from the kyber crystal. So I don't think a kyber crystal like burns out. Does like does it? What's well, the lifespan of a kyber crystal? Welcome kyber to crystal. Salt Cravings, a Wikipedia page reading podcast. I just think that we need to be. <laughs> That's what when we talk about Star Wars, because if we aren't, you know what's going to happen to us? We're going to be put on the Wikipedia page. We're going to be executed. <laughs> and oh, then okay. put on the Wikipedia page. There's a lot here. So let's unpack with this sentence. As part of Jedi training, younglings, which are children, were sent to the... Sorry, does it say... No, that's just me okay. for the audience. <laughs> younglings were sent to the crystal cave of the ice planet of Ilum to mine crystals in oh order to construct their own lightsabers. What? The crystal's mix of unique luster was called the Water of the Kyber by the Jedi. There are also larger, rare crystals of great power. According to legends, were used at the heart of ancient superweapons by the Sith. It doesn't say anything about them ever burning out, so I have to imagine they're an infinite source. I mean, because, like, a kyber crystal, I guess, is, like, the how the prism reflects light. Yeah. You know when, like, you have a really nice rock that reflects white light into a rainbow? It's like a rainbow into white light. Yeah. Which is also a thing you can do with normal rocks. And of course they're colored because hyper crystals. Because you're splitting off the light. Ah, of course. Yeah. Yeah, good point. Physics. So, (laughs) they're light bulbs. They're just light bulbs. They're just light bulbs that can kill you. Let's send the younglings to the crystal cave. Get them to mine some hyper crystals for us. We don't need to, we don't need to send children to make us light bulbs. But the Jedi did it. <laughs> the Jedi, the Jedi are morally right in every immovable. Way. Yeah, they are correct. Obviously, we all know this. <laughs> I mean, I guess I don't really need to use a lightsaber if I kind of constantly have them. You know, because they're gonna hum. <gasps> all right. What if? So okay. you know, headlamps. What if headlamp <laughs> lightsaber unicorn style? I'm gonna be honest. I feel like we're. Not that far from that type of thing in a Star Wars. We've had some pretty whack lightsaber designs. I feel like we're pretty close. I think it's just a lightsaber on your forehead and you're a narwhal now yeah. or a unicorn. Yeah, exactly. You're just, you're you like. You could like put them on your horse. The, this is the new weird Sith concept is the next <laughs> Sith is just going to have a lightsaber horn and they're just mm-hmm. going to fight that way of just like mm-hmm. trying to like headbutt. And, and the Jedi person is like, how can you fight in this way? You know, how are you not getting disorganized? oriented and they're like because i'm strong with the force and i know exactly where you are despite the fact that i'm a I'm, horse i'm a horse because <laughs> they're also a horse now i'm excited for they're the like for oh there are horse stories in the star wars universe by the way. great good i'm excited for the cavalry scene in star wars where it's like the horses against gandalf like... shows up and he's leading a pack <laughs> of space horses yeah 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 it's gandalf 
a gray Jedi or like a Jedi. Well, Gandalf the Gray is probably a gray Jedi, but Gandalf <laughs> the White seems pretty uh, savioristic. S- decidedly, yeah, he's sort of a Gandalf the White savior of sorts. Yeah, I think he's pretty solidly a Jedi. Can't imagine going from a gray Jedi to a Jedi. I mean, he did die and get reincarnated, so that helps. I will say, I am shocked that Sir Ian McKellen did not play a Jedi. That feels like it's kind true. of a shoe-in. That feels yeah. like it should have just happened. But, you know, I didn't write Star Wars yet. <laughs> Stay tuned for 101 uses of lightsabers. <laughs> the new Star Wars book that I'm going to put out. <laughs> and with that, I think we can close our lightsaber discussion. I'm so glad the lightsaber discourse is done forever. We killed Star Wars. With a lightsaber? And we cauterized the wound. There's nothing coming out of there. (laughs) I'm so glad episode 9 doesn't exist anymore. (laughs) We're just chopping it off. We're just taking one episode at a time. (laughs) Taking it from both sides. So 9's gone. Next one, we're coming for you. So I have a craving. Well, I should hope that you do. Have you ever signed up? on the internet for any sort of account and yeah once or twice you go you like put in your name and your email and or your password and then you get to a screen and it's like can you click the box you agree right mm-hmm. how many times have you read the never okay maybe once or uh, a couple of times probably the whole thing I think I've read maybe one that was fairly short, like okay, twice. okay, cool, cool, cool. But very rarely, nobody reads them. Yeah. Like people should, uh-huh. you should be aware of what you are agreeing to. But legal language is dense and bad. It's that way on purpose. It is that way on purpose. And what I'm craving is like terms and conditions that are easy to understand and read. Ooh, will we take your data, please? I have, I have the solution instantly. Uh huh. So we're gonna make an app. And okay. It's gonna be called Lawyer to Human. <laughs> <laughs> we're just gonna like make a new language in Google Translate called Lawyer. Yeah, exactly. And it's gonna translate legal into <laughs> human. Maybe it should be legal to human because lawyer to human implies that lawyers <laughs> are human. Which no, they're sharks. Think, I don't think that all lawyers are sharks. Some lawyers are good. Shout out to the lawyers who are helping people with the wet switch and protests yeah, and yeah. stuff. All other lawyers are bad. <laughs> Legally Human, it's an app. It translates it instantly. And we'll have the lawyers work on it. I don't know if you've ever read or signed a non-disclosure agreement with a company. No, or, I, or at all. Like, no, I don't think that I have, actually. Yeah. I know lots of people who have. I know lots yeah. of people who have an animation. They're <laughs> dense. They're hard to read. Like, yeah. And it's it's boring. And it is that way on purpose. Mm-hmm. Because you as an individual are not supposed to be able to take this and do something with it. Uh-huh. And I want to do so. Like, I want to be able to be like... Yeah, I'll sign this because I perfectly understand what is happening. So maybe we need to go even further because the problem with the app, and again, it's a perfect idea, super easy to make. The the thing about it is you would have to put this agreement into the app. You can't always do that if you're in someone's office and they're like having you sign something and you have to be like, oh God, I have to do it right now. So what's our solution there, Claire? Oh, I know. So I think we need to ban the words hence and therefore. Okay. And that's it. That's the whole solution. So I think everything saying, else just falls into place. So you're saying that we will ban those words, therefore, no. we will... Oh. Bad. I'm going to prison now. <laughs> 
You're going Lock to legal up. prison. What? You're going to legal prison. I'm going to legal prison. I think that's called prison. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's called prison. No, legal prison is a smaller prison inside of a prison where you're just forced to read legal documents all day. I hate it. Wow. Yeah. Isn't that called law school? <laughs> <laughs> Oof. Okay, but actually, like, there are some examples of, like, good terms and conditions. Yeah. Go- Google, for all its... Evil. Yeah. They are trying to make their terms and conditions more readable in nice. all of their products. And they're not the first. They are just mm-hmm. one of the loudest more recently. I've read good terms and conditions. Good terms and conditions will tell you exactly what data they are saving. Yeah. And they will tell you exactly what data they will sell. And I have feelings about that. Yeah. Which is better than nothing. My real genuine answer here is that, like, I think that we need government policy to, like... Regulations. Have, right? Yes. Like, we need, we need regulation in order to force companies to actually be clear and transparent about what their terms and conditions are saying. And also um, what constitutes the uh, ability to sell data. Exactly, right? Like, consumer protections are not a thing that are unheard of. It's just a thing that has been heavily weakened by decades upon decades of conservative policy. And also the combination that, like, data traveling as fast as it does now is, is a new thing. It's absolutely a new thing, and a lot of government is not, has, has never been prepared for it. And, no. and certainly is not prepared for it. And, and often doesn't care, because they are being lobbied or bought or whatever. But in a perfect world, I mean, in a perfect world, they would be selling <laughs> our data. In a better world, we could absolutely, I think, institute policy solutions that are a lot here clarify things to put restrictions on what uh, sort of data you're allowed to sell and when you're allowed to sell it and having opt-outs and stuff like that so so overthrow the government it, that's my solution <laughs> all right cool if Let's we do want, if we want oh to i know terms and conditions we simply overthrow the government we will provide the government with a legal document that if they do not meet the exact requirements of the government they are ours now Okay, how do we get them to sign it? What's in it for them? You see, there's a term in it where if they don't sign it, then they agree to it. And if they do sign it, then they have to follow a ritual. What if we do rituals instead? Ooh, rituals. That's sort of like... I'm into rituals. That's sort of like law, but it's a lot more realistic. Blood law. It's like blood law. It's like you (laughs) sign a contract. But now we your... are blood buddies. Now, <laughs> and now we and will not they... sell your data. And that's what they say. They say that's <laughs> when people do rituals. They're like, now we are blood buddies. <laughs> <laughs> it's oh. a very friendly sort of ritual. We're we only do friendly witchcraft. Here. Everybody put a little bit of their blood in the chalice, and we're all going to drink from it. Now Woo-hoo! we are bound by the laws of the government. <laughs> that's kind of just how our society operates you know i think we live in a society claire it's kind of like how a deal isn't closed until you shake on it and that i right that's legally binding so so what if instead of handshaking it's like blood buddies so what if instead of terms and conditions it's like blood buddies (laughs) you give a little bit of your blood the company gives a little bit of their blood look it's not terms and conditions it's blood and blood it's blood and blood (laughs) This is what people mean when they talk about blood, sweat, and tears. All right. You put your blood, your sweat, and your tears (laughs) in a chalice, and you drink from it. And now they sell your data. (laughs) 
and you get to use your email. You can't become a CEO until you've at least contributed a little bit of your blood, sweat, and tears to each of your employees. <laughs> Every time you hire a new employee, you just prick your finger, <laughs> and they prick their finger, and you shake hands, and there you go. Oh, God. You know, we could have lived in a in a different world where that is actually the case. We could have lived in a world where that is just genuinely part of our tradition. We just think it's weird because we think blood is weird. I think blood is cool. I also think blood is cool, but we, as a society... We live in a blood diety. We live in blood... Blood city. <laughs> blood city. <laughs> Welcome to blood city. Uh, uh, it's super normal here, actually. We just have a weird ass name. <laughs> I don't know why we called it blood city, but uh, it's just because they really like the color red. But yeah, they actually just really like. Yeah, it's like yeah, a super like, nice place. Yeah, yeah. You like go in, you're like blood city, and it's like a blood red, like all the buildings. There's this blood red tint to the whole city, and all the buildings are really like tall and menacing, and everyone meets like, hey, how are you doing? Hey, welcome to Blood City. How can I help you? Can I get you anything? Yeah, what What do you need? Like, And you're like, is this some sort of trap? And they're like, what do you mean? No, no. At Blood City, we, we strive to be as transparent as possible. Absolutely. No terms and conditions here. Look, blood may be opaque, but we're transparent. <laughs> we're sort of more like saliva in that way. <laughs> Sl- saliva town. <laughs> the outskirts of Blood City. Now that's a place you don't want to go. <laughs> oh God, they they, we, they kiss to close every deal. Yeah, we which, can't even get started on Seamanville. <laughs> that's the one inside you, Jenna. Um, <laughs> normal God. podcast. Normal. What happens podcast. when someone from Saliva Town don't and Seamanville? <laughs> I was making an offhand joke. We don't need to explore it. <laughs> How did they make a deal? Look, I, I look, think they just they don't eat call, out. They, they don't call me the cum gobbler because I'm not good at closing deals. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I got that you name know. by blood, sweat, cum, and tears. <laughs> You know, Bloodsucker has a very different connotation here. (laughs) (laughs) You know, I sort of have a legally themed craving as well. Okay. The other night, I, for the first time, watched Legally Blonde. Oh my god. Yeah, not the musical. I still need to watch the musical. Okay. I I don't understand why it's hailed as a feminist classic (laughs) because it came out of the early 2000s there it didn't exist in the early 2000s you're right you're right it was super (laughs) duper there's a lot in that movie where i'm just like is the moral of the story that some women are good and some women are bad (laughs) like and that's feminism and that's feminism Uh, and also you should defend the woman who (laughs) does a weight loss thing and not tell anyone that her alibi is that she was getting liposuction because her weight thing is a scam that is a thing that happens maybe the play is better i think the play might be better because that bit in the movie yeah i don't remember that because i've seen the most recently i've seen the play and i i've seen it a couple times yeah and the music is great i should probably watch the musical i probably would really enjoy is the movie a musical nope oh i had assumed that the movie was a musical no i i had also assumed here's the thing about legally blonde i didn't like a lot there's a lot in there that i did not like but one thing i really like is the aesthetic of legally Oh, absolutely. And the, like, vibes and femininity and all of that. I had deeply this craving of, like, damn, what if 
That was me. That was just the vibe and the craving. You want to go to law school? More I want the aesthetic that Elle Woods has when going to law school or just in general. That's the vibe. She has like this full pink suit Mm -hmm. look and it's just incredible. In the movie, because in in the play, she gets the pink suit in like the penultimate scene. Does she wear that earlier in the movie? No, that's that's in the penultimate scene. Okay, That's in the penultimate scene. It's a really good outfit. It's an extremely good outfit. And she's just like wearing extremely good outfits throughout the whole movie. The opening of the movie is just, like, her having a great time, and all of her sorority sisters are also uh-huh. really nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just, like, a lot of, like, femininity, and it's very good and cool and cute. And I'm just like, these are, this is a good vibe. And then there's the shit bag. And then there's the shit bag. And he sucks, but don't worry, there are also good men out there. <laughs> yeah, like, um... God, I've forgotten all of the characters' names. So have I, except for Elle Woods. Elle, Elle Woods and, oh, what was the professor's name? Callahan? Callahan. Yeah. Callahan she... is a wild character. The worst done character in that movie is the is the other girl, is the, oh. shit, the shitbag's new fiancé. I love her in the play. In the movie, she's, like, kind of really poorly handled. Oh, in There's... the play, she's an asshole, and the, I guess spoiler, it's, it's spoilers really good. Spoilers long. really good. Um, in, the, in the play, she's, like, an asshole at first, and yeah. then she realizes the boy's kind of meh. And then they become friends? And that's sort of what happens in the play, in the movie. But then she sees Callahan sexually harassing Elle. And instead of helping Elle, (gasps) she assumes that Elle is trying to sleep with Callahan. That's literally opposite of what happens in the play. Oh, for real? Yeah, she's like, fuck Callahan. You You do this. You're you're so much better at this. Than yeah, it, no, that yeah. is not what happened in the movie. Yeah. See, this the is why is- it's like a feminist thing is it's like Callahan does that. And then it's like, okay, fuck these men. We're just going to like, yeah, take over this in shit. The, in the movie version, it's like she says that and then they're taught. And then she and the, the good dude are talking uh, at one point and he's like, no, he the one who like, loves books so much. Yeah. There's a whole song about it. That is not, a, that is not a thing in the movie. Uh, <sighs> but he he basically is like, well, no, actually, the professor was sexually harassing her. And she's like, oh, no, I've made a huge mistake. And then nothing follows after that with wow. her at all. The person who tells Elle that she's good, actually, <sighs> and that she should do it is a female professor. What? Who's mentioned, who has one scene kind of at the beginning of the movie. Yeah, is not a character in the play. Is, like, I barely don't know. A character what about the, the hairdresser? The hairdresser okay, is cool. still there. Is she Irish? No, she's... Fuck! That's the, that's her character! No, she's not Irish. Oh. She's like also just a blonde, like, uh, kind of buffoonish lady. With the, like, mailman who yeah, falls in love with her? That's cute. That's okay. cute and good. That song is cute. amazing. God, and I can only imagine how much better this would be with music. And and she does, like, an Irish, like, jig with the mailman mm-hmm. when at the penultimate, like, song. Oh, that's cute and it's good. It's so good. And the I, song is so good. I feel like what I want actually is probably the aesthetic and vibe that the musical has, because I think yeah. the movie fumbles it pretty severely. Yeah, it clearly does. So I want, I want that vibe. Here's the thing. Legally Blonde and a lot of these types of movies could be a lot better 
if they weren't so fucking het. You know? Yeah. It's just... I mean, the, the problem with the Legally Blonde movie God. is that they have to be like, oh, but there's this other man who's good and she gets with him. I mean, can you just imagine the play, but instead of the book boy, it's the girl who is dating the boyfriend, but mm-hmm. like, they just don't talk about it for a while because this shitty ex-boyfriend like doesn't mention it because he's like that Be- mm. because I-, I know lots of people like that where yeah. it's like oh you're friends with this person great I'm not gonna say anything and, and so like they grow their friendship and then like and then the penultimate scene happens with the shitty professor Callahan yeah. doing the shit and then they work together and it's like no we fucking got this together and what like I'm with you and yeah. the, then they kiss afterwards I like that I like that a lot do they do the scene? So there's a song in the play about the person couldn't have been the boyfriend because he's gay. Yes, that's a that's a thing and a bit that they do in the in the movie. Is it fun and whimsical like it is in the play, or is it really homophobic? It's pretty homophobic. <sighs> what is? It's what, kind of homophobic yeah, in the play. Yeah, it but feels, it's more whimsical. It's in the, like in the silly. movie, it's. He makes some sort of bitchy comment about her last season Prada shoes. And she's like, and she runs into the courtroom to Callahan and is like, he must be gay because he wouldn't know what shoes are if he was straight. Um, And then this is where it somehow gets worse. The book guy, I guess he's associated with books. He's not associated with books in the movie all that much. (laughs) Uh, But he he goes up and he's like cross-examining this witness and is like, asking the dude a bunch of questions and then he's like it's a rapid fire question and then his last one is and your boyfriend's name is and the dude's like carl um carl or something like okay, that. okay he does do that in the song but it's very like it's great and good that's 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 an all right moment but then and then he's like actually i thought you said friend and then the boyfriend gets up from the audience uh-huh. and is like oh how dare you you know I thought we were, you know, more than that, and blah, 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 and it's a whole mess. Yeah, that happens in, in the play. It's just not but especially it's part of a song. Right. So it's it all, like, like, very it fast. Would, a, it feels like it would be better if it was part of a song, and B, it's not especially whimsical, it's more kind of just homophobic. Yeah. Uh, which, you know, that's about what I'm expecting from this. I think what I want is Legally Blonde, but better. The musical. <laughs> yeah, I think I want Legally Blonde the musical. There's a sort of double craving here, which oh. is I want Legally Blonde to be better. And also, I'm <laughs> of that fucking hyper-femininity, like, uh, good shit. Can you imagine, like, that final court scene where it's like, I know he's gay, not because of that whole thing, but because we went to, like, a queer party together on campus and I saw him there. God, yeah. Like, I know who that is. I should listen to that musical again. I should maybe watch that musical. That sounds Let's like a better Let's go see version. Legally Blonde. Let's musical. just go see Legally Blonde. This was me going like, hey, what the fuck is up with this movie? <laughs> and finding out that actually oh. the musical is about ten times better. I feel like it's better not because the content is different, but because when it's a two and a half minute song, you understand why things move faster and are recontextualized mm-hmm. versus when it's a movie and you're just saying the words of the song, it's like, oh, you're just saying shitty things instead yeah. of like summarizing via song. Yep. I will say the person who plays Elle Woods in the movie is excellent, does an excellent job. And also it happens to be a, like, was not at the time, but now is a disabled badass. Oh yeah. That's really cool. 
No, it's actually the person who plays... The one who I was thinking of is the person who plays Vivian in the movie is Selma Blair. Selma Blair. She's excellent. Elle Woods is actually just Reese Witherspoon. Who does oh. an excellent job as well. Okay. Um, but shout out to Selma Blair. Hell yeah. She's great. Let's go watch a musical. Let's go watch a musical. Do you want to watch a musical? Yeah. It doesn't have to be a movie. <laughs> <laughs> Um, also, I keep thinking about dyeing my hair blonde. I don't know that I'm actually going to do it. Do it, do it, fun. do it, do it, do it, do it. Uh, so I have a craving. Tell me a craving. I love a theme. So not only should we have terms and conditions that make sense. Legally blonde should be better. We should have legally blonde that makes sense. And that's my craving. No, um, no my craving is uh, owning your data. I hate that when you sign up for a company, they own the data that you give them. Uh-huh. I don't think that's fair. No. Because probably data is currency as far as I'm concerned. Uh-huh. So I think you own I think I will I have the craving where I want to see people own their data. Yeah. Work it. You choose who can use your information. Yeah. And you can revoke that access at any time. I think people really need to own their data, really need to like, really come into their data. Yeah, like really work it with their data. Yeah, the data workouts. Y- yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Work out your data. Hi, my name's Tawny Buck, and I am a data workout Exerc- specialist. <laughs> Exercise your data. Today, we're going to spend 10 minutes warming up our data, and then we're <laughs> going to use our glutes to get our data to our top notch. So, I think I know the best way to get people to own their data. Because yeah? the problem... What is the- it a workout video? So... I mean, the workout video... It's a 1980s style workout video with the full-on headband, armbands, and leg bands. Well, maybe that can be our way in, because I know how we're going to get our data back. Digital Uh heist. (laughs) Okay. We're going to hack. We're going to hack the mainframe. We're hacking the mainframe. We're (laughs) hackers now. Okay. We're going to go to Grand Central Station and plug into the telephone booths there <laughs> and do a hackathon where okay. we hack the planet. All right. Just like in the classic 90s movie, Hackers. Okay. Um, and we're going to get our data back. Okay. So what are some of the obstacles that are set up for us? Because the first step to owning your data is getting all of the data back that has been taken from you. We'll figure out how to prevent any more of our data from getting taken after. But first, got to get our data back. Let's go down this road. But just to be clear, in my mind, it doesn't mean getting your data back. It means if you say you can no longer use my data, they are legally not allowed to use your data in any capacity. Anyways, let's get our data back. You're absolutely right. And we will institute that. But first, we got to get our data back. Okay. For whatever reason, we're going to get our data back. (laughs) It's Uh... contrived. It's a (laughs) contrived. How do we get our data back? How do we hack into the mainframe and get our data? I have a computer science degree, so I can say with certainty that any hacker, you have to have really fast hands. Yes. So I think it's a lot of finger exercises. So if one, if NCIS taught me anything in the time I watched it, it is helpful to have two people side typing, by side typing on one keyboard. <laughs> Which is the thing that happens. <laughs> So, in an episode of NCIS, a show I watched much longer than I would like to admit, there is an episode where they get hacked and are rapidly trying to stop the hack. And as a part of rapidly trying to stop the hack, two of them end up typing on the same (laughs) keyboard at once. Wow. It's extremely good. And then the actual way they stop the hack is the big, like, grumpy grump dude who doesn't know technology just unplugs the computer. 
And that's how they stop the hack. NCIS is awful. It's extremely bad. Um, that moment, but that is accurate to how hacking works, right? <laughs> what if we simply unplug it? What if we just unplug the data? <laughs> what if we go in and unplug the data, therefore eliminating the data? Then we can. Uh, yeah. Okay. Actually. Done. Okay. All right. All right. I got it. Okay. So I recently started working for a company that writes software for data centers. Okay. So I'm just gonna write a thing that turns off all the data centers. And instead replaces it with a workout video. <laughs> <laughs> Every piece of data is a workout video now. <laughs> yes, exactly. All the data centers just have a workout video instead. So like you open YouTube, it's like, ah, it's this new Breath of the Wild speed run. Yeah. I'm, I'm really interested in this. It's six hours this. long. I'm it's super six excited. hours long. Great. I'm going to click it. Oh, it's a, it's a, it's, what is, it's a workout video. What? What's happening? Is it some sort of bit? I don't understand. Oh, I guess this is just the intro? All right. I guess I'll just, oh no, it's been 10 minutes now. They're still still going. going. It's actually a live workout. It's a live stream workout. All right, all right. We are replacing all data with live streams. Welcome to Twitch, everyone. (laughs) Okay. All right, the actual science part of me is cringing, but I love this. Yeah, I mean, this is all just the getting the data back section, right? That's that's okay. This is are we getting it back by just deleting it? Yeah, I mean, wait, do we need it? Do you need your data? Yeah, sure, why not? You're right, let's we'll do a bait and switch. We'll do a bait (laughs) and switch. It's sort of like they get the workout video, we get the data, and then like, how do you carry your data around? Um, is it a briefcase? So, is it a wallet? Is it like a little chewing gum? Like when you, when I give you a piece of chewing gum, it's like here, you can have my data and you eat the chewing gum and now you have my data. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that that makes sense. It's sort of like in the first Indiana Jones movie when he replaces the thing that's on the weighted <laughs> thing with a sandbag. This... It doesn't work there, but it works here. And you, you just keep it in your bag. You just keep your data rattling around in your bag. It's it's also sort of like, I'm just really pollen from different influences, but it's mm-hmm. sort of like in Pokemon Sun and Moon, how <laughs> Lily keeps the Nebby. Nebby in a bag. That's the sort of vibe, is that if you open the bag, there's just your data floating around in there. Because <laughs> data, as we all know, is a liquid. Okay, liquid data. Yeah. All right. Th- here's an idea. Yeah. So you know how cars need oil changes? Yes. What if when you give your data out, it only lasts for so long? Mm. And you have to give them a new little vial of your data. I see. So they can have your data for some time. Sort of like a data prescription. Yeah, you prescribe your data. Right, you prescribe Instead your data. Instead of describe your data, you prescribe do your you data. Do you inject data in your bloodstream? <sighs> yes, you do. I'm going to inject data into my bloodstream and become a cyborg. That's how it works. I'm going to know so much, Claire. I'm going to inject so much data into my bloodstream. Oh my God, there's going to be like, there's going to be like people who are like, I just need more data. Yeah. I just, this is how, this is how robots become. It's like, look, I don't have enough data. I am a data hoarder. I, welcome to my TV show, Data Hoarders. Today we're going to help this poor soul. They've been hoarding data for the past 50 years. They keep it, they keep a vial, they keep a collection of vials on their windowsill for data they don't want to use yet because it's their most precious data. You're also describing something that happened recently in part of them with figure A. Mm -hmm, Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. This is clearly something that we have established can happen to robots. 
my question is, how do we ensure that you, they can't steal any more of your data? Now, everyone has workout videos instead of the data. Well, I think that's so, the prescription, right? Right. Like, they can, even, even if they get their hands on your data, they only have it for so long. Oh, so you're sort of th- talking about inserting a de-preservative into the liquid data to make sure that it expires after a certain amount of time. It's like when you have oil in your car, it, it gets used. You got to use your data to, to, to like make sense of it. Right. But then you have less data. How do people use the data? They insert it. Where? Inject it into the computer. Into the computer and then the computer knows the data, but only for so long. Only for so long before the, it deteriorates. It, yeah, slowly. it deteriorates. As it is it used. It uses up the data. Yeah, that makes a lot of it's sense. It's just to a me. big vat of data. You it, it, I love... a computer is just look, a computer <laughs> is just a giant vat of liquid it's that just you a pour a collection yeah. of different data into. This is my data vat. What do you think a screen is? It's just <laughs> the data, the glass part of the tank of data. Mm-hmm. You know fish tanks are actually just data. <laughs> I'm going to make the coolest, most knowledgeable fish in the whole world. He's going to be swimming in data. This gives a whole different meaning to, like, water-cooled computers. Yeah. Where it's just, instead of water, it's just data. Your yeah. computer is just filled with data. Your computer is just filled with data, and it just... Distilled data. Welcome to my company, Distilled Data. Oh, damn. Data. What is distilled data like as opposed to, like, raw data? <laughs> now, just to make the comparison... I was going with like distilled water, and just to be clear, raw water is, is a thing. N- is a thing, but it's not the thing that I think you meant it to be. Well, it sort of is. Oh no! Because raw water is actually pretty toxic for you. It's and incredibly not bad and not you great. You shouldn't drink it. Don't uh, drink raw unless water unless you're a celebrity influencer who like pays billions of dollars for a bottle of raw water, like they did in California last yeah. year or something. So don't drink raw water, and also. Don't inject raw data. Also, don't drink distilled water. Um, yeah, also think... don't do that. Drink, like, normal... <laughs> just drink fucking just drink, water. Just drink normal you know, water. Boil your water and then pour it on your face and you're good. Immediately after boiling. <laughs> I'm so glad we're not a water advice podcast. <laughs> Welcome to a water tasting podcast. <laughs> Today right. I'm going to describe uh, this... the nuances of this water. Oh, this water... Swishes water. Mm, ah, this water is something. I'm getting notes of getting oaky notes. Um, I'm getting kind of, it's very buttery. <laughs> I put butter in every glass of water. <laughs> <laughs> like, look, look, you can have your raspberry flavored water, but I want my butter water. <laughs> Movie theater butter in my water. Um, what does data taste like? <laughs> I think it tastes like butter water. Are there data sommeliers? <laughs> what? What is a sommelier? A sommelier is like a wine expert who like... Oh, yeah, absolutely. They're yeah. data sommeliers. They're like, absolutely. they're like, just have their glass where they're just like swirling Swirls data. the data. Like, mm, mm, mm. This smells... Oh, I'm getting a hint of John? Mm, oh, interesting. There's something very... There's something... Mm, 1990... Oh, 1990... Oh, 84. Oh, mm. interesting. Oh, this is a particularly interesting email that I'm tasting. <laughs> mm. Oh. Oh, Blood this... sucker in Cumville <laughs> <laughs> at Gmail. <laughs> <sighs> this has been Salt Cravings. An extremely normal podcast. Extremely normal podcast. Find um, us in Blood City. 
at Salt Cravings. At Salt Cravings on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. And Blood... And Blood Book. <laughs> uh-huh. Also, you can leave us a review, and that would be super duper rad. On iTunes or on Stitcher, anywhere, Stitcher, anywhere. That write it down reviews. on a piece of paper. Write put it in the fire. We'll get it. Yeah, we'll, we'll get it. It's sort of like yeah, it's witchcraft. It's witchcraft. Um, it's all witchcraft, including Patreon. You can give <laughs> us a dollar on Patreon is witchcraft. Yeah, give us a dollar on Patreon. It's witchcraft. We will, in fact, use that money for rituals. Mm-hmm. If you want that, we'll do it. We will. Yeah. Want to submit a craving? Submissions at saltcraving.com. Go email that right now. You already know. You already know. You know what your craving is. Look, look. Listen. Let's let's be real. Think. Take. Take like five seconds. Yes. What are you craving? Let's do five seconds of silence. People can think of their cravings. All right. Go. Tell, yeah, Tell all right, go. Go, 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 go. Submissions is all cravings. Go, right now, right now, right now. Right all right, right, cool. All right, all right, all right. this is it. That's the end. All right, we're going. We're, go, we're done. Go do bye. it. Bye, all right, bye, 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 bye,